0: Thank you for joining us again tonight as we are on the eve of the 40th anniversary. We also are looking forward to Our Lady's message tomorrow and what a friend of Medjugorje will speak to us tomorrow night as he will share with us that message that Our Lady will give for the 40th anniversary. Tonight's broadcast comes to us from an encounter with a friend of Medjugorje on December the 11th, 2018. The reason we're playing this tonight is because A Friend of Medjugorje shares a little bit about what we might see in the future, and especially as Our Lady's Apostles, what might happen or how Our Lady might use us. And so as we are here on the vigil of the 40th anniversary, it's very appropriate what we will hear A Friend of Medjugorje say tonight. And so this is A Friend of Medjugorje, December the 11th, 2018.
1: Good afternoon. afternoon. We just got this feedback when I was upstairs. I saw it. So it's a question, actually. And I was going to start off with it. It says, it's David, he didn't put his last name, from Australia. And Australia is about as far as you can get from here. But we get people all over the world. It's really interesting seeing, you think, who's listening? And it's beautiful to see these little corners of the earth where they would never come here. They would never go to Medjugorje. But how God's arranged it for so many people would be able to be touched by her messages but the question is i have a question for a friend of medjugorje that he can hopefully answer and put the answer in a radio wave topic parentheses let me know when it's done the apostles had many gifts after the first pentecost this includes the ability to raise people from the dead and cure illnesses did these comma abilities and gifts get passed on when others became confirmed, speaking, I think, about the early Christians, which is to receive the Holy Spirit in the modern days. Is this part of what Our Lady means by faith extinguishing itself? If this were to be enforced today, there would be no problems in the church I suspect this will return after the secrets promised because the people will truly believe that they can move mountains. I think what he's asking is basically, did we lose this somewhere along in the church? Because the early apostles, the early Christians were able to do many miracles. St. Paul was touched with the handkerchief and they took the handkerchief and took it to someone else and they cured him. So even in the fabric, the transmission of the miracle was given through even material objects and of course anything is initiated there's a lot of grace attached to it in the beginning of Medjugorje everything was happening the mountain was on fire they saw peace written in the sky Mir, m-i-r there was just many many different things when I was with 2020 when we were doing the first documentary on Medjugorje for the ABC they went to the some of the older people there in the beginning days this is in 1988 or eight or nine, maybe somewhere in that time. But they started looking people up, what happened in the first days. And one story is not even published out there. I don't know if the community knows about this, but they interviewed this woman, and she didn't believe. And she asked for a sign, and she walked toward her barn, and she saw all the cracks at the top, and then the middle of the door, and then underneath the door, just a huge light shining out, glaring out like at nighttime. But it was in the daytime, and it was brighter than the daylight. And she went there and opened it, and she just saw this huge light for a couple of seconds, and then it went away. So it was her, and she knew, in truth, it was a sign from Our Lady. There's many, many things like that happen. So when God initiates something, that's where the most power is given as far as graces. And as graces are so profound that you can't deny it. Another time, there was a nun called Sister Margaret Sims. She was part of a major center in Chicago center of peace in chicago and uh, she was there for about a month she was out at six o'clock in the morning in the summertime and she looked up the cross and she saw our lady extending her hands over the whole valley next to the cross as big as the cross and there were people already out there starting to work the fields and the people she was staying with was in the house she wanted to go tell them to come out and look at this and she couldn't do that because if she did, she'd leave this. And she was so mesmerized, she just stood there. And it lasted for 10 minutes. And everybody in the village saw it. And so Sister Margaret went back and told them what happened. They were upset with her. How come you didn't do that? And I thought, why didn't she do that? And then she said, well, if you saw that, you wouldn't leave it neither. So the graces and these kind of miracles are really lost. I'd like, really, we need to go and probably tape. There's a lot of people that's dying that, or not stories, because there are so many stories. Is what John wrote. I think it was John who said, if we told all the stories of what Jesus did, it would fill all the books of the world. Now, that was back then, because books were very valuable and they were rare. But he created it to that. Of course, it wouldn't be the books we have now because we're just way overstocked on what's given out today. But anyway, in the initiation of these things, I think he's asking, is this going to happen in Mejigoria? Our Lady is on the mountain, especially on the Yvonne's apparitions and with Mariana, praying over the sick. Every time Our Lady prays over the sick, of course, that could be sick of soul, diseases of souls, or it could be physical ailments, fatal diseases, which through the years many of those have died, that's been prayed over. But at the same time, Our Lady has people all over the world that has been prayed over. And of course, he says it at the end of this, he says, I suspect this will return people having the ability to heal people or call upon Jesus and Our Lady in Her name and cure people. I suspect this will return if the secret's promised, because the people will truly believe they can move mountains. So I don't think it's so much that we lost that throughout Christianity as much as we lost demonic possessions. The more Christianized a place becomes, the less the devil can possess and be active there. And there's no reason to give him miracles. Those things will diminish. And there'll be a new initiative with the secrets to believe in apparitions for many people. And as many people across the world has been prayed over, there's been a mountain, they're sprinkled from Africa to every place you can imagine. We've talked about the Aborigines who came on planes. They don't wear shoes because the calluses are so thick. They came in barefooted and right out of the jungle. Somebody brought a whole bunch of them there. They were cannibals in 1970. That's how fresh they are out of the wild. So these people have come. People from every corner of the earth have come there. And there's so many people that have been prayed over and yet not healed for the proportion that the power Our Lady has and what she's praying for the sick. Why is she praying for the sick? And nothing happens. There's very, very few miracles that's really happened in proportion for the people that's come to pray to be healed. And I think there will be an attachment of great healings, a wave, a super wave in some context with the secrets when it come from people having the power to pray over people or saying in the name of Our Lady and what she's done and her messages, you're healed, will that happen? We don't know, but I think something's going to happen. Because this has to be a huge wave that spreads across the world, that there'll be massive conversions. And Our Lady, again, has prayed for so many people that somebody's going to know somebody who knew that person. The fact that we have an imbalance of people who are unjust and compared to those we are battling, there has to be some kind of impetus that would convince people and the unjust to go forward. In the process of conversion, something that's going to give them that tip over the line, that impetus that no matter what they've heard about Missouri, how much they've been turned off, or what they've heard, something's got to click. And so these healings, I think, will be part of that. America has not seen possessions like Italy has. We're starting to see that now because we're a Christian nation. And the more Christianized something is, the more you're protected from these things. And now we see really demonic behavior. We're seeing people that are so filled of hatred, hatred, raw hatred, that they're opening themselves to possession. In the poor man guide, Jesus says, There are so few just men as opposed to the hordes of the unjust. Satan has an immense number of children and servants. Our these entering into a world well, this is the case. The deck is stacked against us. The Son of God has an insignificant number of true children and true servants. So our Lady is going to have to put some kind of power, just like in Medjugorje. There are so many graces available that even a communist was converting. Hardcore people. So we'll see a new wave of this initiative with the promise, why would we not? It's just a reasoning of bringing conversion to the whole world. And that's what she wants. You heard me say this many times, June 25th, 2007. God desires the conversion of the entire world. How's that going to happen? It's got to be extraordinary graces sweeping across the world.
0: You're listening to Countdown to the 40th Anniversary with a friend of Medjugorje. Broadcasting on your favorite station, Radio Wave, 24 hours.
1: So you have Our Lady doing that, and that would be my answer. There's another question here from Clovis, California, and they write, I've been thinking about this, praying since reading one of the latest posts from a friend where he referred to the special blessing like a chain. Those who have received it will be stronger together. I'm praying Mez.com can be an instrument to spread the blessing without too much burden on you. In other words, instead of us having to come here and you do it, we can do something through Mez.com. And she's alluding because you don't have to be in the presence of someone to give it. There are many of us out here that would love to be a part of spreading this blessing to those who are seeking it. I am so grateful to have received it. I can't imagine being a follower of Our Lady and Her community, being so far away and not knowing who, I could ask to extend it to me. I understand that it is too much for the community, but you and your community has extended arms. We are here, too, even far away. Please ask if there is a way to connect us through the website, which means networking everybody out there that's got special blessings that we put on our website. I think you could raise an army of our ladies' soldiers, who would pray and extend a blessing. I've been thinking all sorts of ways you could have a place on the website for people to sign up and pray and receive it, or maybe just connect us together by sharing emails. I don't know. I'm not tech-savvy at all, just willing and praying, because I think if we desire it and pray it, it will be a blessing without too much burden on you. Thank you for your yes, etc. Before this building was built, and we were in what's our root cellar now, That's where Caritas moved. It was a third move. This is a fourth move here. And we moved off property. We had put a new phone system in and we could connect people. And my thought was to do a special blessing and have people out there that has it and then call in on our phone system, find out in your local area and connect everybody like this. But I didn't want to do that because I I knew we could do it without being in the presence I knew we could extend it to somebody halfway around the world in that sense. We knew that they didn't know, or where it was being given to them, rather. And all these things, I'd already thought about that. And looked at our system, our system could handle. Those days, actually, Medjugorje was so big and so much enthusiasm, we were getting up to 3,000 phone calls a day. We had 15 women here at that time. One guy. (laughs) But anyway, we worked this thing out. We could do it, but I, something told me, you know, I need to go before Our Lady. So I flew all the way to Medjugorje. I was with Maria. We was at her house. Again, one of those situations where it was just me and her. And I asked her to ask Our Lady that we've got the framework for an apostolate to spread the special blessing. And we could connect everybody. We could say in your local person, if you call this go, call this person has it, you can go see it. Or we can have people call over the telephone. So we already had the infrastructure of the apostolate and I went in front of her lady and I said, is it okay for us to do an apostolate for the special blessing? So Maria presented this to our lady and our lady answered it and she said no. Now that didn't violate in the sense that you don't have to be in the presence or anything that was gonna be doing the apostolate and I was excited I was amazed because Our Lady cared so much about my walk and so much what we were doing at that time and our mission that she told us no. To me, it wasn't a disappointment. I don't want to go down any road that I'm not supposed to go down, but that was the grace that put in me to check this out and run it by Our Lady. I mean, how many people have an opportunity to do something like this? Because, again, it wasn't aligned with all the principles of how it works, but it was just going through a more tech way to do So I was elated that I had so much interest in which way we were going that she said no. It didn't hurt my feelings at all. I was just grateful and thankful for it. But then she added something else. She said no, but I want you to spread the special blessing to all. Incredible. She didn't want to go through the high-tech system. She wants it to be personal. She wants it to be one-on-one. That's why when somebody calls, you can do it. If your aunt calls, your telephone or whatever, you can do it. But as an apostolate, we don't do it and we will not do it because it's too impersonal. We can get calls all day long. Okay, we'll stop and pray up for you and get a special blessing. You know, you can't be heard on confession over the telephone. It's not allowed in the church. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But still, it's too much in the drive-in window type mentality. So this is a no to this person. We won't do it. Not because we reasoned our thought about something our lady directly told us not to, but at the same time, she didn't abandon it. She says, I want you out there doing this. If message is about anything, it's about witness. There's nobody I know, and they say, and her message is, be a witness, be a witness. But, you know, I got the personal message, all you aware of it. You be a witness. Pray and witness with your life. So that was a personal, direct, message but i don't do what i do because of that i do what i do because the message just shows me to do that the result of the fruit god wants to do with that that's that's his problem so we got in agricultural because we wanted to be able to unburden our lives from the mission when donations come in to get the maximum amount of money into these materials and things and projects are what you're doing we didn't ask you to pay something here to come here we don't ask for money. It comes from us not paying ourselves other than just meager stipends. So we're giving up wealth, we're giving up everything, but we get two by fours out of a tree we cut down and build a barn for free. It's just our labor. Very little money. We've exchanged through grace an economy that we're out of and we don't we walk out and we don't have any cash in our pocket. It's so nice not have to have any money on you. And so it's a beautiful way of life. It's very difficult to get to where we are. And we 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 didn't have a path or a blueprint. I was dropped in the middle of the jungle with no compass or nothing. You just do prayer, which direction I go. And I had to cut the path. So if anything, we are here, we've cut the path. You might have to go through the jungle, but it's already there for you to see. And I'm convinced 300 years from now, people will be looking at us, what we did, how we did it. And our walk with the Virgin Mary in an intimate way. You saw that in the house last night. Look at all those messages. That's only 1988. In January 1989. So our walk with Our Lady is a physical walk outside of the visionaries, but no less important. You say, well, that's pretty high level. It is. But your walk with Our Lady is no less than ours. Our says you cannot comprehend your role. You're not going to know it in this life. You'll never understand it, how great your role is. So don't think, well, gosh, I'd like to be where you are. Y- yeah, you would, but if you went through some of the things, you might change your mind. I believe I was raised for what I'm doing now. Hassan, the Muslim, who in 1979 was interviewed. You've heard me talk about that, most of you. Hassan said that the Virgin Mary is coming. His version of Muslim was the Sufi Muslims. They have a great devotion to Virgin Mary. They have a prophecy in the Sufi Muslims that the Virgin Mary would come to the earth and that she was going to raise apostles. And this interview is 1979. She came in 1981. And he said something really incredible. He says, there will be people that's already born or will be born and without knowing to the individual, they will be being prepared for these apparitions. So there's people that's been born in 1981, 1953 like I was, or 1982 or before 1970, whose cognition and life and everything they do is preparation for the coming of our lady. I know in my life from childhood always I've been trained for this the whole way, everywhere. I see back, I see this, and I understand these things now. That our Lady was working on me, and just as well on you, if you're going to open your heart to see it, in preparation of what her plans is for you. And so, this, He made many other predictions about what He's doing, and He was talking about, you know, the whole world was bringing up a conversion. It's really amazing prophecy, and this is documented. So. You have to be sensitive. When do you be bold? When do you be passive? When do you be proactive? When do you just be silent? And don't even answer it. And let your witness see that you can take certain things. To love the writing up in the chapel. Go reflect on that. Don't just read it. This is real life. You can't write those things. I'm going to write a poem. You can't write something like that in two minutes. Unless you already know that, unless you have cognition of that, unless you live those things, it's simple. It's not like I have to think about it because I lived it, and I've got a long way to go for holiness. i got a long way L.A. wants me to go, and I'm speaking when I say I, you, you have the same path. It's there. So we're part of something that's so big, so deep, and when you start digging into it, you can't believe it. I can't believe I'm alive in this time. But I always say this one thing. Why is our lady here every day for 37 years except she is showing the daily temperature is rising because one more apparition happened today, one more degree, it got hotter and gets hotter and hotter. So that in itself, the length of it, Instead of ridicule, it should be very disturbing to those who believe it but don't want to recognize it. Because a lot of people believe it, but it's just another thing. Let's just let it go.